0: Support for WFIU News comes from the IU Alumni Association, now offering IU Proud, a member program designed for recent graduates and those facing economic hardship. More information at alumni.iu.edu slash join. Production support for Noon Edition comes from Smithville. Fiber Internet, streaming TV, home security, and automation in southern Indiana. More information at smithville.com. And from Integrity First Insurance, provider of Erie Insurance, for all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. More information at 812 269 8897 or IntegrityFirstInsuranceServices.com. And from Bloomington Health Foundation, providing financial support to the community for 55 years, promoting healthier lives and the advancement of future health care in our region. Working together for a healthier tomorrow. More at bloomhf.org. And from Estate and Downsizing Specialists, LLC, offering complete turnkey services for estate and downsizing clients, from initial consultation through home cleanout to final real estate and personal property sales. More at edsindiana.com.
1: Welcome to Noon Edition on WFIU. I'm your host, Bob Salzberg, along with co-host Lori Burns McRobbie. Today, we're going to talk about the new performing arts organization, Constellation, and also just check in with what's going on in the arts in Bloomington here in the summer of 2022. We have three guests joining us uh, today on the show. Chad Rabinovitz is the artistic director of the new wor- of New Works for Constellation and a longtime uh, representative of the Bloomington Playwrights Project. Gabe Gloden is man- managing director for Constellation. He comes from the Cardinal Stage side, and we're also joined by Holly Warren, Assistant Director for the Arts uh, for the City of Bloomington. If you have questions or comments, you can send them to us, news at indianapublicmedia.org. You can also join us on the air by calling in at 812 855 or toll-free at 877-285-9348. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Noon Edition. Well, thank you all for being here with us today. We're happy to talk about the arts. We've had a lot of heavy topics the last few weeks, and we're happy to talk about this important topic today. Uh, i want to start out and and holly i want to start with you holly did i get your title right that's yes you got it (laughs) okay good um i want to start with you and then we'll go to to chad and gabe just to talk about the sort of the state of the arts in bloomington right now sure
2: uh so i feel like the state of the arts in bloomington the arts are percolating. There's a lot of amazing stuff going on right now. And I think what this says to me is we are ready to take it to the next level. So when I think about this, this means that I need to be working to provide the structure to make sure that artists in our community have the resources that they need to level up. So that's really what I'm focused on right now. And I think where we're heading, I think that's one reason why it's so great to have constellation in the mix i think they're going to do that with the performing arts in bloomington and they're also going to do that as the new stewards of the waldron arts center so very excited about that but again on all fronts across medium dance theater music and visual work artists are making amazing work Um, and artists are expressing to us their needs uh, through their applications to grants that the city funds, and through the feasibility study that we're doing for the arts here in Bloomington. And we are here to make sure they give them what they need.
1: All right, Chad. We'll only go to you next. You've uh, been on the scene for quite a while. Uh, what do you think is going on? How, how do you how do you envision what's happening right now?
3: Well, I mean, I'll just say I, I moved here uh, about thirteen years ago. Uh, because of the state of the arts in Bloomington is is just always incredible. There's so much going on, and uh, and especially post-pandemic now, uh, this rebuild, this resurgence that's growing is is very exciting. And um, thrilled that Constellation seems to be at the forefront of that. And we're just building an infrastructure now that's going to allow for uh, not only our organization to thrive, uh, but others as well. Uh, with as Holly mentioned, will be Stewards of the Waldron, we have the Ted Jones Playhouse, Uh, we have a film studio, all that we're making more accessible, uh, that's rentable uh, at affordable rates, even with an open stages grant to to, uh, startup companies in the community. So I just think that it's the seeds of, not only with our organization of growth in the performing arts, but uh, the others that are gonna pop up
1: uh, and emerge from our growth. All right, Gabe, We've talked about constellation now. Um, before we actually define what it is, so I'm going to give you the opportunity to talk about what this merger is and uh, how you see it um, affecting the arts and the success of the arts in Bloomington.
4: Absolutely,
1: and thanks for thanks for having us and and uh, Rod
4: bringing up this topic. I think it's a really important one. And yeah, Constellation Stage and Screen was formed, uh, uh, our first day of operation on July 1st of this year, so we're less than a month old now, um, from a three-way merger between Cardinal Stage Company, Bloomington Playwrights Project, and the Pegasus Institute, which operated the Bloomington Academy of Film and Theater. And it was formed to be a kind of real uh, premier comprehensive performing arts um, and film organization for the region. Um, our focus, you know, kind of I like to think about uh, Constellation kind of being the best of all of the three companies under one roof. So we have a focus on new work development and new work presentation, which is something that Bloomington Playwrights Project had championed. Um, for 40 years um, and a commitment to, uh, you know, presenting classics and established work and big tent kind of theater experiences, which was kind of Cardinal's wheelhouse and also theater for young audiences. And then we have this really new and exciting addition of film production in the mix too and so a kind of cornerstone of our film program uh, going forward is going to be this, this creation of a page to stage to screen pipeline. So projects that start off in development at Constellation can go to a world premiere stage production, but while we're uh, doing that we're simultaneously developing them for a film feature film adaptation. Where, uh, committing to uh, trying to produce a feature film adaptation of one of our projects every other year. So uh, these these projects, this work that we produce and develop here locally is going to have a truly national impact when we get into film production. And this is something that's kind of happened naturally um, in the industry, but we're going to be taking it to kind of a regional, hyper-regional level here in Bloomington, which is really exciting. And then on top of it, we're also uh, going to be new management and stewards of the Waldron Arts Center, which I'm sure we'll talk more about um, later. But I think for for the the arts community as a whole, it really is like Chad mentioned 15 years ago. You know, the arts community being one that was vibrant and it absolutely was, but it was also one that was very volunteer driven. And I see the new state of the arts being something where we're truly professionalized. We're creating a professional art sector here in Bloomington, while we're still making the the soil nice and fertile for those volunteer-run, aspirationally professional um, artists and arts organizations to grow, and that's where I really hope this this uh, new merger, this new enterprise, takes the Bloomington arts community.
5: Yeah, this is all all just terrifically exciting. Uh, we unfortunately couldn't weren't joined by anyone who came out of. Pegasus, Um, so want to sort of bring that piece of it in a little bit more. Um, Gabe, you mentioned the Academy for um, Film. I'm not sure I got the name right, but my what I where I wanted to go with this is that, as I understand it, there's been an educational component, particularly with the Pegasus Institute, but of course um, also with BPP and Cardinal. And I wondered if you could talk a little bit more. About the way in which Constellation will enhance the work that each of these organizations has been doing to uh, provide a forum for uh, perhaps younger professionals, younger people, uh, to learn about these these arts and crafts.
4: Yeah, Chad, do you want to do you want to take that that question? I think that's kind of in your wheelhouse.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm just happy to have a wheelhouse. That's great. <laughs> um, it, uh, so, uh, Pegasus Institute formerly ran. A, the Bloomington Academy of Film and Theater, Uh, and uh, BPP in its past had over a 30-year-old education program. And the exciting thing is that uh, all of that is coming with these new organizations and it's just getting enhanced. Uh, With the merger, we now get these luxuries that we didn't have before of a full-time education director. We have a a uh, full-time film uh, education uh, uh, staff member uh, we're able to hire more teaching artists and, and pay them more uh, and offer year-round courses. Uh, BAFT has typically been running uh, courses throughout the year and BPP was focused on summer camps. Uh, and we'll still have all of those uh, those programs that uh, that you love from the past, uh, but now just Uh, amped up. And that's everything from improv and theater to uh, Broadway boot camp, which I believe is running right now, uh, to film training, uh, how to operate a camera to, uh, you know, acting for the camera, uh, and everything in between. So uh, and all ages, and that's even from uh, young to adult. Uh, uh, courses that we'll be offering, uh, so it's just a matter of now expansion and uh, offering more opportunities uh, for our our region.
5: Yeah, that's that's great, and and uh, I think Gabe you uh, touched on the Waldron, and I maybe we can get into a little more of that conversation, but uh, want to do it by way of asking uh, whether these uh, educational experiences, training experiences, are these all being done out of the Waldron? Or are there other other venues? uh,
4: Yeah, we actually are going to be controlling and managing three venues or sorry, four venues, actually. Um, One is, of course, the John Walden Art Center, and that's going to be primarily operated as a true community art center. So the, the operations there are going to be focused on the presentation of community art not necessarily arts training, but we'll still be maintaining and operating the um, 411 East Seventh Street, um, formerly Bloomington Academy of Film and Theater, as uh, what's called Constellation Studios, and that's where we're going to be where all of our year-round educational activities will take place. But in 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 addition to that, we also have the Ted Jones Playhouse, which BPP operated out of for you know, over over 20 years, that will be home to summer camp experiences, just like it always has. And then in addition to that, Cardinal Stage brought with it a new production and rehearsal studio out in Westbury Village. And that right now is is the home of Broadway Boot Camp. So we literally had three different venues, uh, half going uh, summer, summer long here in Bloomington with camps and educational experiences, like Chad said, for children of all ages.
3: And I I should also uh, add on that we have outside of the classroom uh, opportunities as well uh, with uh, student matinee performances. Uh, We have uh, something called Project Constellation where uh, basically a filmmaking contest and a uh, mini play program where there's a playmaking contest. Uh, So there's a number of, of programs that are actually gonna outreach into the school system. Uh, as well as uh, bringing that school system into our uh, uh, theaters, uh, along with our Constellation for Kids uh, um, uh, youth programming, which we have uh, Anne of Green Gables and uh, uh, Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus, which might be the greatest theatrical piece of all time. (laughs) And I'm not kidding about (laughs) it. It is phenomenal. So lots of stuff in the education world.
1: Holly Warren with the city, the... Gabe and Chad have mentioned lots of different um, venues, but of course there's the Buzzkirk Chumley as well that the city operates. How does the Buzz Chum fit into what Constellation is going to
2: um, I think um, Gabe and Chad will also have some things to say about this, but I think, you know, Buzzkirk Chumley has traditionally focused on other types of production. So I think this will give them the opportunity both to highlight more the types of music performances that they want to do. They'll have more space to bring in more performers like that. They'll be able to do some of the other programming they're venturing into this year, including their new podcast series. And I don't wanna speak too much about this because I think Chad and Gabe are the real experts about this, but I do think we're thinking about going forward, like the idea of sharing resources. So for example, BCT has just launched a new, like ticketing technology, virtual box office that Constellation will be pairing with them to use to do their ticketing and things like that. So I think this is just an opportunity for the partnership between performance venues in the city to become stronger.
1: Yeah, I might mention before I let uh, Chad and Gabe jump in that we had Jonah Crismore booked to do this show a month or so ago, and then uh, the Supreme Court made its ruling on Roe v. Wade, and we had to jettison this show and do one on on that topic so uh i know jonah's very involved also in what's going on in the arts in bloomington but chad gabe can you talk about the uh about where the buzz chum fits into your future yeah
4: yeah i, I i'm really really thrilled with uh the new collaborative energy and spirit that jonah has brought to the management of the Buskirk chum theater um jonah and i you know we talk regularly. And um, when he came to town, I mean, he started literally like the day of lockdown in 2020 is super challenging time. And what he's been able to do to really uh, uh, not only keep BCT like alive, but also it's thriving right now has been really incredible. And um, it was it was early on where we t- started talking about how we can share resources and on- honestly start sharing like a plan for hey, how going forward looking out into the future do our organizations work together to make sure that this professionally run and managed city owned publicly owned venue space like how do we work together to make sure that we're really able to provide the right type of space and the right opportunities to as many people as possible in Bloomington and then with the addition of Holly In her position, I really think that everything is just kind of coming together. We have a really community-based focus on what it is that we agree needs to happen. We want, you know, all of our work is really focused on, you know, uh, how can we preserve and enhance the community creation and presentation of art that makes Bloomington so unique? You know, we don't want to just become a touring hosts you know for big you know programs that come from across the country why we, we want to participate in the creation of art experiences that make this place so great and so notable in terms of the art that it creates
3: yeah and i would just add to that real quick that uh we are still performing uh, at the busker chumley uh so our holiday show is uh, just like cardinals in the past has, has been there we'll still be using that space. We also have a, a film screening series that will partially take place uh, there as well. Uh, and as Gabe said, I mean, Jonah and the BCT have been extremely collaborative and have been in the discussions uh, from the early onset of, of us talking about a merger and, and how uh, they can fit in as, uh, as partners uh, in a way as well.
1: All right, we're talking about the arts in Bloomington today. It's a thriving art scene and it's changed with the, uh, Advent of Constellation. We have three guests with us. Uh, Chad Rabinovitz is with um, the new Constellation, and he's been a longtime, longtime uh, leader of the Bloomington Playwrights Project. Gabe Gloden, a longtime leader of Cardinal Stage, also managing director for Constellation, and Holly Warren, assistant director for the Arts for the City of Bloomington. If you have questions or comments, you can call us at 812-855-0811 in Bloomington or toll-free at 877-285-9348. You can also uh, send us questions, news at org, and you can follow us on Twitter and send your questions there. Uh, at Noon edition. Lori?
5: Yeah, I wanted to maybe maybe go from uh, the sublime to the less sublime, which is the uh, front of the house to the back of the house. How this merger uh, affected your each of your organizations uh, more from an operational administrative standpoint, you know, clearly uh, one would imagine that there have been some savings in some of your back office operations that perhaps were uh, one of the one of the motivating or benefits um, that came, but I wonder if each of you could talk about um, it was particularly Gabe and Chad, how this merger has affected how you operate behind the scenes.
3: Well, Gabe, but- I'll, I'll, I'll chat in real quick, and then, and then Gabe, this is your wheelhouse, uh, so we'll get into that. But yeah, my wheelhouse. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Uh, I just start off by saying this is something that's been a two-year vetting process to get to this merger that just happened on July 1st. So we spent a, I think longer than any of us ever anticipated uh, would be plausible in the beginning, uh, but all necessarily so to make sure that A, this is the right step, B, this is the step that's going to uh not only uh increase our capabilities but also help us serve our community and our national theater community uh better by merging and and along the way finding some cost savings and can we can we grow better together um so i just always like to point out that it's uh it is a heavily uh uh yeah i guess vetted process to get to where we are today to make sure that uh uh, we could identify all of those savings and additions. And Gabe, take it away and tell, tell <laughs> them all about what those are.
4: Yeah, Well, well, I was going to say this, this isn't your typical corporate merger. You know, usually you think of a corporate merger with like a downsizing or a consolidation that like generates more profit for shareholders, right? You know, there's like, hey, how can we cut expenses immediately, you know, to like, you know, stuff our pockets. That is not at all what is happening here. What is happening here is a true merger plus a capacity build, a scaling up, a leveling up is what we're calling it. Um, so no one has lost their jobs. Every full-time staff member with all three of these companies has a role to play in Constellation. In addition to that, we're hiring. We were in the process of hiring three new and two part-time staff members to help us with this capacity build. We're obviously taking on a huge new um, operational uh, challenge and opportunity with the management of the Waldron Arts Center. And in, in including included in that is we're going to be managing the presentation of visual arts uh, at Rosemary P. Miller Gallery. Um, so all of this, when we started talking about the merger, we really s- we're, were talking about, okay, how can we set this organization up for long-term growth and success. And what we realized was we're gonna need an influx of capital. We're gonna to need to do some initial fundraising to figure out, can we level up this much to be able to build the kind of capacity we need to have a you know, safe and sustainable and thriving professional arts organization. And so what we ended up doing was going to Cook Group with this huge dream of ours. And we had done all the math, we put together a massive Pro forma budget for the first five years, and we essentially asked Cook for all of the money that we thought it, thought we might need to do this level up, which was a is a hefty price tag. And they very wisely said, "No, we're not going to do all of it. <laughs> you need to go out there into the community and uh, and get uh, the community also invested in this new idea." And so they challenged us with a uh, little matching campaign, which we just launched into in April to uh, uh, help us really kickstart this organization and set it on the path for long-term sustainability. So not only do we have this operational capacity increase that we're taking on, but we also need to raise more money from the community as, as a result. So I really see this next phase of operations as part of this growth. What's essential to it is the community buying in and supporting it. And so we've been reaching out to our existing supporters New and future supporters, people that aren't even you know necessarily initially invested in the arts, to trying to explain the importance of having a vibrant arts infrastructure and how important Constellation and BCT and these arts uh, you know anchor organizations are to that that growth. So it really is like been a, a ma- you know there's been some savings like Laurie like you mentioned where mm-hmm. we we're like hey we don't have to have three copiers on lease, yeah. but they're minor compared to the leveling up that we're doing in the capacity building that we're doing in order to set us on a path for sustainability. And like Chad said, it's been a two-year process. This is well-vetted. We kind of know where we're going at this point. Um, but right now it's like telling that and showing the community like, hey, this is something important that you need to also be invested in for it to be successful.
2: Yeah, I
3: think yeah. Uh, a, a good way of putting that is, uh, I mean, Gabe and I used to run BPP together uh, back when we were Young kids with a dream and less back problems, and uh, it was just the two of us as full-time staff. And now this new organization has a staff of fourteen, uh, so capacity building really is, uh, you know, the key uh, of showing what we're going to be able to do in the future.
5: Right, right, absolutely. And and uh, I wanted—I actually got to have a couple of follow-up questions. Um, you mentioned that this all started two years ago. Uh, with, I suppose, uh, uh, somebody's, somebody's good idea, but that was also when the pandemic hit. Did the pandemic itself change, the it may have changed the speed with which you were able to get to this point in time, but did it change anything about your original idea given sort of the hit that uh, the you know, performing arts took during the pandemic because people weren't gathering for live theater?
3: We always like to say it it did not, it it by no means caused it, but allowed us the time to talk about it Mm -hmm. and to make this plan. I mean, in in the theater world, we're working nonstop so often that it's just it's hard to be able to sit down and do the amount of legwork that this vetting and this uh, um, uh, introspection took. Um, So in a way, yes, but like Gabe and I, uh, I think the seeds of this actually came about uh, five or six years ago, we talked about what would it look like? And and really the question being, can we serve our community better if we were to, to merge? And so we actually even formed an exploratory committee uh, uh, many years ago, uh, but it was uh, with the um, the Pandemic that we had the time to start asking those questions more seriously. Uh, to weigh, um, even as uh, I think it was Pete Yonkman and Cook said, uh, challenged us and said, How are you going to build back better together? How are you going mm-hmm. to, to uh, you know, reinvigorate the art scene and not just come back as you were after this? And that's that's what we spent the past two years uh, figuring out.
5: Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, and- I'll
4: say definitely don't try t- uh, to do a, a three-way corporate merger all on Zoom. Is what I will recommend <laughs> to everyone that's doing this. It was yeah, do uh, it over uh, Skype. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's not a plug for Zoom or yeah. Skype. Uh, but but it, it, that did create it, like like Chad said, we got this gift of time, but it also created this challenge because we had three boards of directors, you know, on Zoom together trying to hammer out details for a merger of three organizations with let's be honest very different cultures you know and mm-hmm. and unique missions uh we knew that they could work better together like chad kate uh Galvin, our artistic director um and uh john uh, armstrong and i all knew that we had like you know we felt like we were working together but getting our boards of directors kind of seeing eye to eye on the same page over Zoom was a huge challenge. And I'll say, definitely, if you're exploring a merger, uh, trying to get into a room together, even if it's at a safe distance to, yeah. to hash uh, some of these things out. It's definitely would have been something I would have preferred to have done early on.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say much better over a beer or a glass of wine, which, which has certain antiseptic qualities, I think, you know, we can all <laughs> exactly. agree. Um, Holly, just want to um, kind of turn this to you and partly in terms of the Kind of what you see as the economic impact um you know generally and 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 specifically where when when the city first learned of this and uh whether there were uh any way in which the city could sort of changed its approach to how it thought about support for the performing arts because this con- this merger was happening well i i think that um You know, this was just the best way for us to be able to
2: support the arts. I think the great thing about this administration is that they are generous when it comes to giving funds for the art. I mean, I think just the fact that my position exists is amazing. And the fact that it's embedded in the economic and sustainable development um, department is just fantastic um and it just demonstrates that how much the city sees arts as being a vital part of the economic health and growth of the city so i think that's excellent Um, and you know i think what the city acknowledged as it was exploring you know options for what to do with the waldron when we received it back from ivy tech in 2020 was we don't have the resources to run this on our own It's great that the city has an arts person, but they have 1.5 people doing anything for the arts in Bloomington. And the way Chad and Gabe have described this, it takes a large team to make a big facility like that work. So we're very happy to have been able to give this resources over to this team of experts who are going to run it for us. And in that way, just be able to make that aspect of the community thrive. And what it gives me more space to be able to do, trusting them with this work, is think about how, again, I can give my emerging artists the resources they need to level up and get to the point where they can show their visual work in the Waldron or they can present their work in one of the performance spaces. I think one great thing about the work I'm doing and what Constellation is doing is we really align in taking the time and putting resources towards elevating up the next generation of artists. We're both spending time thinking about how we can start education among K-12 students in the community early and how we can provide opportunities for artists to get into these spaces at a discounted rate. Um, So that's really where I'm spending my time thinking about how I can give these emerging artists resources to make their work, finding them space to make their work. Um, Because while, you know, Waldron is a great place to show work. There's not space there to actually paint or build a sculpture. Um, So that's what I'm focusing on now and finding out how using my time now that they're taking over the Waldron and all it's fun nooks and crannies um, to think about how I can just get more artists work, not just in the walls of the Waldron, but out into the community overall.
1: We have a question that came in um, by phone person didn't want to go on the air but chantelle asks uh will constellation have any sort of internship or apprenticeship programs included with their education gabe
4: Uh, well I, i will say we absolutely have an internship uh program that's active on the administrative side um all three organizations have um been really successful uh uh hosting interns um, administratively. And we just recently have started to have conversations with, you know, stakeholders like the university and the community college about really kickstarting a, a, a true apprenticeship program um, on the artistic side, including production. Education, I, I want to say, yes, absolutely. I think our education team, you know, and I want to speak for Chad and and his team but i think that we are uh, absolutely open and available now that we know that we have plenty of capacity and space to host internships um, i would say just check out our website cconstellation.org, org. see with your eyes constellation.org um, and under the contact section you have contact information for everyone in the organization and reach out to eric shelley our education director um chad you have anything you'd like to add to that
3: uh I think you nailed it uh, brilliantly, but essentially, yeah, it's at this point, reach out to us. There's so many opportunities and so many uh, uh, positions to be filled, uh, whether it's volunteer, whether it's uh, uh, paid help, whether it's a formal apprenticeship or internship. Uh, we're exploring uh, the creation and management of all of those uh, so uh, if you want to be on crew for a show, you want to uh, 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 be a, a teaching artist, uh, you want to help build a set, you want to assist and direct and, and uh, work under a mentorship, I think part of uh, mine and Kate's job and, and Eric Shelley, our education director's job, is to find ways to create uh, those kind of opportunities. Uh, so whether they exist now is uh, less relevant as can we make them exist uh, tomorrow uh and we're we're certainly interested in pursuing that
4: yeah it's a great time to be reaching out to us in general across the board about any any way you can get involved that's why we have a get involved tab on our website so definitely
1: check that out oh man we thought of everything Uh, well maybe maybe everything chad we'll we'll see (laughs) Um, uh, i have a nuts and bolts question and then i have another sort of broader question i want to bring holly in on but but the nuts and bolts question for chad and gabe is Will we still see, you know, separately um, branded series like a Cardinal Stage Series and a Bloomington Playwrights Project Series and uh, Pegasus Films doing things, or is it all going to come under the Constellation name?
3: Yeah, I th- that's a great question, and and the simple answer is that uh, it's all under the Constellation name. The three organizations have formally dissolved, and they are one brand new. Uh, organization. So it's not as if three companies came under one umbrella named Constellation. We are together Constellation. Uh, so it's even something that that uh, I- even in our meetings, I, like I've been saying, uh, oh, I refer to the building as the BPP for uh, 13 years now. It's the Ted Jones Playhouse. Uh, we are a uh, you know, committed to uh, creating something entirely new and bigger, um, and uh, even more ambitious than than uh, the three organizations uh, uh, before. Uh, and the way to do that, the way to move forward, uh, is completely together.
1: Okay, yeah,
4: absolutely, can't agree enough. And uh, I will say, for anyone out there looking for the BPP shows or the Cardinal shows, when they go and they look at our events, they'll 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 find everything that they once enjoyed at our three organizations again it's just going to be bigger and better um so uh you know the family holiday musical coming around december which is going to be elf the musical our biggest show will have ever mounted have ever mounted um you know folks that just you know interact with cardinal stage through that program they're going to be happy knowing that that program continues to exist and then obviously the bpp folks our commitment to new work development and production is as strong as ever to take a look at our season. We're doing four unpublished uh, shows. Uh, They're going to be either world premieres or uh, near world premieres. Um, So it's super exciting and everything kind of under one roof, I think, allows us to really kickstart this new brand. All
1: right. We have another uh, question.
5: I think we may have lost Bob. Uh, Can I just Uh,
1: say, Bob, are you there? Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, so. I'm dying
5: to know what this
3: question
1: is. Yeah, 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 (laughs) it's about Kate Mulgrew (laughs) visiting Bloomington in October. The question is, will Constellation be doing anything with her um, when she's here? It's, uh, you know, she's Captain Janeway.
4: Oh my goodness. Uh, we should
1: <laughs> see Chad. You haven't thought of everything. Uh, he, hasn't. <laughs> Man, he
3: hasn't, Well, hold on. Check the website. I'm adding it now. Uh, we
4: we got to do a, a a screening series of all the the best episodes of Star Trek Voyager.
3: Clearly, there you go. Done. Yeah, especially for Constellation. Uh, it makes sense. So yeah, I, you're I just right.
4: want to see her get a photo of her bust. Uh, in front of uh, the Wonder Lab uh, on the Beeline. That's what I want to see. That's clearly on the agenda for her, I'm sure.
3: And, no. and I just added that to the website, Gabe. So we're good.
5: Very good. <laughs> Very good. Um, I had a I, I had a question about um, it, the other maybe other art forms that obviously intersect with both stage productions and film productions, which is music. Uh, what what's and, and I'm. What I have in mind is that there's uh, at least at, at the universe on the university side there's been a, a film composition a, a film score composition program starting up um, and it and it sort of put in my mind this idea that perhaps there's there's a piece of what uh, constellation is doing that would bring that in as well New, you know original film scores by area musicians I mean, that's,
3: that, but that's what's so cool about being in this area like every time i turn around there's what this is happening now there's a film score uh, class i mean there's so many things that we can find ways to partner with Mm -hmm. that now i think individually before we just didn't have the capacity to say okay well sure let's bring it on because we just didn't have the staff to explore it and now you know hearing stuff like that and we've been in conversations with um, with the film department, with ways that we can partner more in depth with IU, uh, uh, with IU Theater and IU in general. Uh, so there's so many of those that are just, you know, down the pike. Now that we're uh, 15 days old, uh, we can start yeah. looking at all of that. Um, sure. But that's it. I mean, that's, that's the blessing that is Bloomington. Uh, there's so much, and now we have an infrastructure that we can provide more opportunities and 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 make use of all that uh, Bloomington brings. Uh, so yeah,
5: yeah. There's there's there is just so much. I want to sort of ask. I'm not sure. I'm going to state this completely clearly, but it's a question about kind of the. The larger vision for the impact of of what Constellation is doing, we think you know. Obviously, it's Bloomington, and it's taking advantage of of all the riches of Bloomington, and is going to enhance Bloomington. But you know, Bloomington's here in Monroe County. In Monroe County's here in South Central Indiana, um, state of Indiana. Um, how, are you? Are you looking at how you are? You can take what you're doing, and this is probably a longer term uh, plan. Uh, action a plan of action. To to um, to bring some of the benefits of constellation to a larger geographic region. Is that something that's maybe down the road, and and you, but or or are you starting to think about? I mean, it's essentially at least at least a marketing question, um, but also thinking yeah. about kind of this this broader impact in the region.
3: I I mean I think there's a couple answers to that there's ways that we're doing it um, you know immediately things like project constellation we're working with uh, uh, schools throughout the state of indiana there's just uh, simply uh, the film project that we'll work on will be filmed uh, in different regions of indiana but we're committed to uh, being filmed here Uh, but it really the core of it is what we're doing hasn't been done before you have this unique three-way merger that also leads to a new economic uh, business model that uh, combines theater and film in a way that is not common for that theater industry. Uh, And if we can uh, make this work successfully as we feel strongly we can, we will become a role model for other, uh, an example for other theaters across the country in ways that uh, this medium can uh, cross over uh, to the film industry, uh, uh, potentially become more profitable. Uh, And uh, at the same time, it's allowing these new works, which uh, having uh, been devoted entirely to new works for well over the past uh, uh, 15 years, everything's always about how do I get it to not just be in Bloomington? How do I get it to start here and then move across the country uh, and even the globe? So people can look back, our community can say, oh, well, that was made in Bloomington. And you have that community pride for what you created, but it's also about how you've impacted other communities. Because when a show that starts here moves elsewhere, well, it's our audience that helped change that script that then uh, created an experience for someone in Sheboygan who then, uh, you know, had an emotional reaction to or, or uh, gotten more invested in theater and then maybe even supported that company. Uh, so there really is a lot that we can do if we can continue to get plays to move on. Uh, And so this uh, constellation helps uh, fuel that. And if you think about then a play becoming a film and then the distribution model is different, but uh, uh, potentially even more successful in a wider scope. And if that film uh, can become successful, it can not only drive more income, but it'll also drive more interest for that play, which will then yield more productions Uh, for that artist and uh, for our community to stand behind Uh, so that's a I think a long-winded answer to uh, essentially meaning there's there's a lot of answers to that question of of how we think we can uh, uh, impact beyond just our local community
4: yeah yeah and I think this ties in directly with what Holly's trying to do at the city level which is attract and retain artistic talent in this region and I think we have to do those things we have to we have to, you know, be a, an ambassador for the arts in Bloomington to on a, a na- national scale um, to be able to, to do that work, to get people to take an interest in Bloomington as a but the place that we already know that it is, which is a really great incubator and fertile space to, you know, live out your, your, your artistic dream. That is, that is what we need to be a beacon for national.
1: Holly, yeah, and, pretty, relatively new on the scene, but yeah.
5: go ahead, go ahead and comment. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, you question.
1: know, don't have a question.
5: As,
2: as I, you know, just one of my tasks, you know, is to elevate Bloomington regionally and nationally, you know, and so I'm always thinking about what is already going on here that makes us unique. And I also have Bloomington residents coming to me and saying, do you know what I like about this? The elements of surprise, like the unexpected. And I think, you know, Cardinals or Constellation's model is incredibly unique and it's just it's going to it can really influence other what others are doing regionally and nationally so I'm really looking forward to leaning into that to making us more known so thanks y'all for making my job easier
1: so I wanted to ask you you know from your perspective of being relatively new to you know to to the job compared to these other guys anyway um you know what do you see as the biggest challenge facing the arts community to to make it uh live up to the potential that we all we all know is here
2: uh, i i'm gonna give you my three <laughs> my three uh the the challenges i kind of identified you know I, I, after I first came in and just was talking to as many people as I can. And now I have the force of um, a group of architects, Trahan Architects, who the city has partnered with to help us do a feasibility study to identify what the top needs are of our artists and arts audiences and just Bloomington in general when it comes to the arts and thinking about ways that we can meet those needs. And the three that are resounding is, first of all, a place to make work. We have so many artists and it's so awesome. It's overwhelming how many artists there are. And that's that's a great thing to have. Um, But they don't all have space to make their work. There's plenty of space to go. There are so many spaces in town to go see amazing work. But as far as a space, where people can go into a studio and make painting, that just doesn't exist. And it's not just space, it's accessible and affordable space. And then it's not just accessible and affordable space, but it's overall costs of living in Bloomington that affects people's ability to be able to afford making space. So just overall access to space and the ability to afford space to make new work is a huge challenge that I'm that I am hearing from our residents over and over again. Um, The other problem er, or issue really is just, and lots of university towns have this, is just learning how to more effectively cross that divide between campus and larger community. IU has so many resources for the arts, but I think people don't necessarily feel welcome or are not hearing word about how many amazing things that are happening on that campus so again I think one of the issues that I want to deal with is just how can we make that connection stronger and that's why I'm so glad constellation is already doing that work partnering with so many departments on campus to create more of a pipeline of exchange between constellation as a community facing group and uh, use campus and their students and all of the amazing talent happening there. And then the third thing, and Gabe and I have talked about this before, is just marketing. Gabe has heard me say this so many times. We need a united marketing front when it comes to sharing and promoting the arts. We have so many resources in town and so many arts events going on, but sometimes I fear people aren't aware of how many resources they have. When the Waldron was originally closed in 2020, a lot of people started calling me and saying to me, hey, where is the space for my kid to take an art class now? And I've heard those same questions in focus groups from members on one side of a space where we're having these conversations. And then somebody on the other side of the room will raise their hand and say, actually, hey, here are five different facilities that are offering those kind of classes. So it's like the resources are available and the needs are there. We just need to do a better job of communicating those resources to those who have the needs. So that's another thing I'm working on is creating some kind of central platform for someone who is new to town and wants to sell their work or someone who wants to go see a show or learn how to weld, which is something I'm thinking about doing. I would love to see more female fabricators in Bloomington. But but just making sure those resources are hitting the largest audience possible so as many people as possible can take advantage of this rich resource that Bloomington has to offer
1: holly i remember this is sort of a personal reflection i remember visiting the old torpedo factory in alexandria virginia where it was just you know an old space with a bunch of studios where artists were making their work and displaying it to people is there any chance or are you looking at something like that for the Bloomington?
2: we sure are we sure are so um i i I don't want to, this is still very much in theory right now, but based on all these conversations we've been having as part of um, this feasibility study is ultimately it would, wouldn't it be great to have some kind of incubation space for the arts, the way the mill operates for tech workers. So we're thinking, yes, could we create either like probably with the facility that already exists, so we're not building from the ground up, but could we create some kind of space that has a suite of different types of artist studios for people who are painting, making sculpture, or who might just want to come in and practice their musical instrument for a two hour period of time. The space we're thinking about would have those kind of facilities for artists of all genres. Um, It would also potentially have a gallery, because again, I think that is One area where the the Waldron is great and Constellation is going to do a great job mounting shows there, but I do think of, of the spaces we lack the most for presenting arts visual art space is one thing we really need more of. So this would also be part of this space. So this is something, this is a design and a proposal that is in the draft stages with Trahan now. And I'm hoping in some way, shape or form in the next few years, something like this can actually come to the fruition. I can't guarantee that yet, but it's something we're working towards. And I can also say, I'm also exploring other options for how we could do this kind of work in the interim and other spaces like empty storefronts downtown. But so yes, we are really moving towards thinking about what kind of spaces exist where we can just have an artist, uh, have a group of artists go in, make their work, but then also have a community of artists surrounding them making that work together. Because I think that's the other thing that we kind of see is missing for some folks when we think about why 25 to 40-year-olds are leaving our community is because they don't have that sense of artists who are doing the same type of work that they're doing. So the hope would be if we were to create some kind of space like that, that need for a sense of community would also start being met more efficiently.
1: Hmm. Okay, great. I I want Gabe and Chad to think about 60 seconds
3: oh, i think Bob I think we, muted. so we lost our uh, yeah, guy. Aud-
1: can- oh. uh, audience <laughs> development chad gabe how are we doing
4: yeah absolutely i'll i'll, I'll take a stab uh, uh chad um audience development i am i'm happy to report has uh improved immensely over this past season um, in terms of just audience coming out to see shows live and in person again. Uh, Cardinal Stage just ended its final season with a production of Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which became one of its best-selling shows of all time at the John Maldern Arts Art Center. This is the year, first year back from a global pandemic that, that had essentially uh, shuttered theaters across the country for more than a year and a half. So that is a great sign. Audiences want to come back. And we also uh this past season at cardinal stage launched something pretty innovative ourselves which was the pay what you will initiative we had a completely pay what you will season everyone got to choose the price of their ticket and i'm happy to announce that we're going to be continuing on in a smaller scale with that program going forward so every thursday performance at the john walden arts center or the ted jones playhouse is going to be completely pay what you will so there are no financial barriers for access to any of our theatrical programming throughout this season um and i just want to say like to support that we really need the support from the community I, this has not been a community that has embraced you know in and in i think it's full potential arts philanthropy be thinking and reflecting on how the arts impacts your lives uh, your lives here in Bloomington, and, and make a donation to an organization that uh, is helping support that. Thank
1: you. We are gonna have we're gonna have to skip Chad's answer to that. We're we are out of time. It was I gonna wanna be th- brilliant. I want to I, <laughs> I want to thank Chad <laughs> Edivis, Gabe Gloden, and Holly Warren for being thank here with you. us today, and also of course my co-host Lori McRobbie, uh, Nathan Moore, who is our producer, and our engineer Mike Pashcash. I'm Bob Zaltzberg. Thanks for listening to Noon Edition.
0: Production support for Noon Edition comes from Smithville. Fiber Internet, streaming TV, home security, and automation in Southern Indiana. More information at smithville.com. And from Integrity First Insurance, provider of Erie Insurance, for all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. More information at 812-269-8897 or integrityfirstinsuranceservices.com. And from Bloomington Health Foundation, providing financial support to the community for 55 years, promoting healthier lives and the advancement of future healthcare in our region, working together for a healthier tomorrow. More at bloomhf.org. And from Estate and Downsizing Specialists, LLC, Offering complete turnkey services for estate and downsizing clients, from initial consultation through home cleanout to final real estate and personal property sales. More at edsindiana.com.